and welcome back to another episode of Fearfully and Wonderfully Made Podcast. I hope that you guys are doing awesome out there. My beautiful, wonderful, amazing sunflowers. I feel like it's been forever, y'all. Like sometimes life be life in like real hard. I know I say that every episode, but life do be life in. And y'all are going to find out exactly how much life be life in on this good grand day, especially with the topic that we have in hand and in store for you. Now, if you're first time to enter, this is your first time, you know, clicking on the Fearfully and Wonderfully Made Podcast. Hey, y'all. Hey. Thank you. You could be anywhere else doing anything else, but you decided to tune into this episode and boy, is it a treat for you. Now, if you've never heard of Fearfully and Wonderfully Made Outreach Ministry, it's a ministry that got placed on my heart to be a safe haven for those who are lost and broken. And our goal is to show people Christ, to give them nothing else but Jesus. And we do that by way of real life conversations because a lot of times people don't want to just be preached at all the time, right? It's a difference of you telling person's the truth and let them know exactly what the foundation is that you stand on but you can do that just by way of conversation people don't want to know how much you know people want to know how much you care and what better way to show a person how much you care than to show them how jesus cared for you right so we do that by way of real life conversations and i'm so glad that i allow god to just come in and just do what needed to be done like sometimes when you have a charge over your life and god gives you a vision sometimes it can be hard to see that vision through because you're worried about the cares of other people. But I'm here to encourage someone today. Don't worry about it. If Jesus gave you a vision, if he laid it on your heart, that's because he trusts you and he knows that you can see it through. All you have to do is to keep him first, pray about it, let go, and let God. So without further ado, y'all just relax, sit back, and let's go ahead and get into it. of the episode that today's topic is going to be something that's a little scary when you put it into practice, but it is needed. And today, y'all, we are talking about faith. I am not by myself today. I am joined by an amazing, beautiful, wonderful, sweet lady that is going to be talking with us today, sharing her testimony. And today's topic is about faith. And joining me today is going to be Miss Danielle. Hey! Hi! How are you? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so blessed. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> blessed and highly favored. Listen, girl, that's the way. That's the way right there. Oh, you can't do You know what? I'm not going to complain, Jesus. I'm just going to say I'm blessed and highly favored, Lord, because I could be under the ground, but I'm above it. So, you know. <laughs> Amen. 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 So guys, like I said, she is joining us. And Danielle, just tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, girl, listen, you got you got some things, like some titles, but girl, you are a whole business owner. And it's so many great things that God is like doing in your life. So just introduce yourself and let the people know who you are. My name is Danielle. I currently wear a couple hats. 
So I currently own a small business called Archangel Balloon and Company, which just started maybe it's right over a month ago. So it's event planning, event decorating, and that just kind of birthed out a lot of other things that the Lord is doing in my life at the time. I also am partnered with the Women's Resource Center in Athens right now. So I am an SRA educator, which we won't go too far into that, but it is a sexual risk avoidance educator. So I'll be helping out in the schools once the school year starts. But I also am the tech advisor for the Resource Center. So as far as like social media and some things like that. So yeah. um... Girl, listen. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So those are the official titles. (laughs) Those are the ones on paper. Anyway. Yes, Lord. Okay. Listen, I love it. I love it because it just goes to show of if you keep God first, that God really truly will show up and show out in your life, girl. And like to hear all the amazing things that you're doing, all the honorable things that you're doing. I'm just so happy for you. And I'm so glad that you're allowing God to just come in and do what needs to be done in your life. So speaking of letting God do what needs to be done in your life, um, I think you mentioned about the balloon company that you have and the, uh, the business that you have, but I definitely know the last time me talked because I was just such in awe at you um, was about faith. And this topic today, y'all, is truly like it holds the weight of its name, like walking by faith and not by sight. Because I know the last time that me and you talked, I remember you telling me that you decided to let go of your job and just walk by faith and just walk into the things that God had for you. And girl, that's not easy. That's hard. (laughs) No. Oh my goodness. The Lord was calling me away from the position I was in long before I actually choose to step out and walk on that water. (laughs) And (laughs) I'm not like, I'm going to be so honest and say that I waited for as long as I could because I was terrified. Like, right. Right. (laughs) um, Basically until I was pushed out where he was like, are you, are you going to do it? Or like, what are we waiting on? And I was like, okay. (laughs) I knew the Lord was asking me to leave the position I was in. Um, I applied to many positions that I thought were possibly the next step. And before I even got a yes on those, he was like turned in two weeks and I said okay Lord (laughs) right I don't have I don't have a job like what do you like turn in two weeks like what do you mean right (laughs) (laughs) uh, okay so I did um and with many tears (laughs) I know you did I know you Um, did and um to be honest with you I think he was just asking me to, as in a lot of things, he was just asking me to take those steps. Because I'll be honest, none of those positions that I applied for in those couple months back, I even received or got a call back for, I didn't interview for, not that I wasn't qualified, you know, like there were, you know, like I had the degree, but there were things that just Mm -hmm. didn't work out, which was only the Lord. (laughs) Right. True. (laughs) Girl, like, because to, to hear that, we all go about in our daily lives. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I grew up hearing, oh, you know, walk by faith, not by sight. Just trust the Lord. Just trust God. But that comes with limitations, right? Um, and the reason mm-hmm. I say it comes with limitations is because not it's not God that places the limitations. It's we as people that love to place God in a box. Like We believe that God is able. You know, we're able to trust God. We're able to let go, let God 
we're able to let God move as long as he's within, you know, the box that we have set for him. But when you actually really break down, you know, that scripture, because the scripture comes from 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, if you guys never heard of it, I'm pretty sure by this time I mean, we should have. But if not, 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, it says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. And that reminds mm -hmm. me of a scripture that's over in Matthews. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's along the like seven chapter in Matthews that I love to refer to when God tells us like not to worry. Like you're not supposed to worry about tomorrow. You're not even supposed to worry about what you would eat. Like, you know, and those things that will be provided for you because God is the provider. Like he set those provisions for you. And we say all the time that, oh Lord, you know, I want to walk like you, talk like you, be like you. But back in that time, whenever God was doing a work for the father, he literally was just like taking each day as it comes. Like he was, is the epitome of the term carpe diem, like seize the day. Like he was the <laughs> yeah. epitome. That when you read the word of God and you see his character, like he would even tell the disciples, like, you know, just to follow me. Like they didn't have any money, like, but God provided. Like it was people that would open their doors, mm -hmm. people that would feed them. So why can't we apply that, that same logic to our very own lives to today? Because as we know, God is the same God yesterday, today, and he'll be the same God forever. But it's so hard whenever we try to take faith just from being a theory. And whenever it is like, it delves into practicality, like it becomes something that is real, that is tangible by you having to put action behind what God is actually telling you to do. That's difficult. It is yeah. so hard. It's so hard. Oh, so, I, so I guess my question is like, I rem I know you said in that moment that you did it with tears. Like, and I love that you said that because like one of the main things that I'm pretty sure you probably have seen like within the Christian church, we try to make it seem as though like sometimes it is just, oh, the end of the world whenever you like aren't perfect and you don't show emotions. Oh yeah, I did exactly what the Lord said. I stepped out on faith. <laughs> but like, girl, for you to tell us that you were in tears, that's a real thing. So I'm glad that you are saying that because it encourages someone else to understand that you're not going to be perfect. And just because God tells you to do something, he don't care about you agreeing or disagreeing or not. He just wants you to act and be obedient. So, I mean, how would you describe after you turned that two weeks notice in, okay, I've actually done this guy like what was that experience like for you well I mean that was probably one of the most hopeful seasons that I've been in because it was the first time that I I did it you know like yeah. you you scroll social media whether it's you know a vlogger or someone on TikTok right. and you're like oh I quit my job and now the Lord is providing whatever else and that <laughs> sounds cool and that looks right. great and then you have done it right. <laughs> and you're like but it, it was honestly, it was all up because we, man, I, even now, even in the hardship, I know what the Lord has for me. Like right. there was a, there was like, he had been calling me to entrepreneurship for years. Right. And just, I was, I was too scared. I would talk mm -hmm. myself out of it. So right. to finally be like, okay, I beat myself. I jumped. Right. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, like. It was easy to encourage others. It was easy mm -hmm. to say like, go for it, go for it, go for it. But mm -hmm. actually like being in that position myself, that was, that was different. And that was new. But honestly, like, like I said, like, I don't know, like in that moment, everything was up, everything right. was up because it was like, now it's just a blank page. It's an open book. And I can actually follow the will that you have for me. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, there's nothing holding me back at this point.
nothing very true <laughs> so true like for real seriously though because like you're even <laughs> encouraging me because you like people need to hear that i definitely understand like like me you have talked you know behind the scenes and everything else and you know we've expressed to each other things that's going on you know in our lives but just to hear you take as we call it the plunge you know the jump actually like hey you just go off the cliff and jump and then little do you know it's a whole safety net that jesus have at the bottom you just weren't able to see it um and that's how god want us to be with him that like that's exactly what it is it's to literally hit a person with oh so what are you going to do i don't know <laughs> like you know so where are you going mm -hmm, i see when i get there you know so like <laughs> so what's coming i have no idea but it's like <laughs> the society tells you oh that's you not having a plan in place but like mm -hmm. the spiritual aspect of it is that's you trusting to know that god is going to give you the plan he's going to give you the blueprint he's going to give you the steps along the way like he's never going to give us everything up front because if he gives us everything up front we have nothing to lean on we won't lean on him we'll just take it around with it because in our minds oh we already got it we know we know what we're doing we know where we're going boom bang pow and we'll forget god along the way so god designed this thing of faith so that he'll give us bit by bit along the way so that we can always lean and depend on him and i definitely understand how you feel because I'm going through changes and things that's in my life right now. And you know how you can sit back and you can tell like, yep, something's coming. And you just like, mm -hmm. I know it's coming. Like, I know I like, I have to prepare, prepare myself Lord for what's coming. <laughs> and yeah. it, it, you're then therefore faced with the fact of, okay, when it's before me, what am I going to do? Like, am mm -hmm. I going to allow my own thoughts? Am I going to allow men? Am I going to allow, you know, naysayers? Am I going to allow family members, friends, you know, to cause me to, you know, go against what God says? Or am I just going to be obedient and do what God has called me to do in every aspect of my life? Yeah. Everything that we as humans get our hands on in some shape, form or fashion becomes distorted because we are mm -hmm. not we're not holy we're sinful so everything of our flesh that we put our hands on in some way we distorted in a way we especially when god is not in the midst of it. i mean look at this earth that we live on like we created all of these great things but even with that like we've also created things that cause pollution to be in the air so it's like we have to depend on god for everything he created faith that way for a reason because it does take away every other possibility it takes away you know you being able to cross all the t's and dot all the i's and you literally just have to surrender it's sacrificial you have to just give up and come as a little child to him and be like i don't know what i'm doing you clearly know so hey here i am so I just commend you for allowing God to use you and you're walking by faith and not by sight because it can be difficult. So I guess I would say the mental space that you were in when dealing with this, this situation and the people that were around you during this time, did you have those who were trying to talk you out of the situation? Yeah, then and now. Right. And that's something, a myth that we have to kill, that we have to kill is that things will align for you. You know, right. like that, because I mean, like it, it isn't going, yes, you will have an overwhelming sense of peace that only the right. Lord can give you, but right. it doesn't look like peace, like what the world says peace is, if that makes Got sense. You. So like, yeah. like, like it is, <laughs> 
uh, financially things, which they may not look amazing. You know, like there are going to be people that just, like you said, that simply don't understand and they may never really have a true understanding because their faith hasn't been stretched in that way. Even, I mean, even to this day, even now, there are still people that don't have a full understanding and they offer positions and they mean Mm -hmm. well, like, like God fearing love, you know, like loving Mm -hmm. people and they mean well, like, Hey, I heard about this or Hey, I heard about this. And you have to, you have to choose and remain faithful even then Mm -hmm. to be like, that's not what the Lord has for me right now. That's just, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's all true, but it's true though. Cause it's like, even though we, we are around, you know, a Christian environment, but I am here to just, I'm just an honest individual, honestly. I'm that one that, like, I'm going to say it. <laughs> but I got to just say this to be honest. Like, Christians really don't know what faith is, bro. I'm just going to be honest. Like, mm. they don't, they think they have a handle. And I mean, of course, they know the literal sense of faith. Like, don't get me wrong. But I mean, the true sense of what faith is as God instructs us to and teaches Mm -hmm. us what faith is. Mm -hmm. When you look at every Christian or not every, because some like you, you actually have like acted out on faith, like you're understanding what true faith is. So I won't say every Christian, I would say more so the vast majority. The vast majority of Christians like will find stability in so many other things except for the main source we're supposed to find stability in, which is the father. I mean, I grew up in that type of um, environment of like having Christians around me, like, you know, like the nine to five is the way to go. If you're not doing a nine to five, like, what are you doing? Like, if you Mm -hmm. ain't going to school, what are you doing? Like, you know, you have to have stability in your life. You have to have a means of being able to take care of yourself. But when you really study the word of God and you really see what faith is, it's totally opposite of what of the constructs we've been built on. It's totally opposite of that. Because real faith is the fact of it doesn't matter what it looks like. Real faith is if God tell you, hey, go here and you don't have a saving in your savings account, a dollar, <laughs> you just pick up and you go. That's real faith, but we struggle with that so much. Knowing what faith is and then acting out on what God has built faith to be. And it's nothing against the Christian community, but in order for us to see the move of God and for God to work in these miraculous ways, we have to therefore be in a place that we let him build us spiritually to truly understand what it means to step out on faith, what it means to go about every situation on an act of faith and to know that if the situation pans out this way, or even if it doesn't, either way it goes, it's working out for our good. Romans, the eighth chapter tell us that, that it's where either like if all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose, it works out for your good either way. Because God's rejection is your protection. So if it doesn't work out, that's how you know, okay, well, Clearly, I was going in a way that wasn't going to be good for me in some shape, form, or capacity. So, God has me going this way. So, when you put your mindset on it, like, when you put your mindset and focus on that, and you stop allowing it to just immediately 
just dive into the I call the negative deep end, then you will see that either way it goes, God still has it worked out. Okay, you don't have a job right now, but you still stepped out and you were obedient and you did what God told you to do. Because I truly believe that we each have to go through a process. All of this is a process. So you stepped out into this new season. Okay, but now in that new season, now you have to be there for a prune, right? To be able to handle everything that's going to come like your way when it, you walk into the next promise that's within this season. So now you're going mm -hmm. to a point of God is pruning you. He's fine tuning you. And that causes you to have to be without some things. It may cause for your money to be a little funny. Okay. It may cause you not <laughs> to be able to go and travel like all the places that you want to go. But I guarantee you that at the end of it all, that it, he is going to reward you tenfold because you decided to be obedient and do what he told you to do. So people shouldn't be worried about you. Honestly, the gag is they should be worried about themselves because they're stuck in stagnation and, and still going about the status quo. And God has greater for them if they just step on the other side of it. Right, so right. I, I, I think that, like you just said, you have to stick to your guns. It's a choice. Even when people around you don't understand it, even when they don't get the vision, when God spoke that to you and said, put your two weeks in, he didn't speak that to them. He spoke that to you. So the conversations that he has with you is for y'all. Of course, other people aren't going to get it because they weren't in on the conversation to begin with. So they're coming midway combo trying to catch up. So they're never going to understand exactly, you know, what the conversation entails and what it is and what God told you to do and how he's instructing you to do it because they weren't there to the beginning with anyway. But I do know along the lines of this journey, God will send you destiny helpers to be able to guide you, to also be able to lead you, to be able to open doors and all these type of things as he has them set for, for you specifically because of your obedience. So you're doing a great job, girl. Don't let anybody, anybody waver you, anybody. I know it can be hard, right, though. <laughs> it is. And, it, uh, you know, um, one of the things that we have as Christians and something that I even was humbled by in the last couple of weeks is we tend to want to step in and try to help the Lord. Mm. Um, we want to, <laughs> we want to, you know, Hey, you know, maybe, maybe I can make this go a little bit faster. Maybe, <laughs> right. maybe if I add to this, like it will, you know, like this will, this will grow, you know, like one example for me in the past couple of weeks, you know, <laughs> it was humbling, but there was a moment where I was like, Lord, this is not growing fast enough. The month, like the money is funny. Right. The numbers aren't, the, the numbers aren't showing like, are you sure? <laughs> and, mm -hmm. you know, and which, he had told me before, you know, like cast your net, cast your net, cast your net, which he's constantly been showing me my relationship to Peter throughout this whole, throughout this whole circumstance, but right. he cast your net, which, you know, make the post, they will come, you right. know, like they will come, you continue to cast your net. That's all I'm asking you to do. And so I did step out of that for a moment where I was like, Lord, I'm going to do this event because this event is going to get my name out there. I'm going to step mm -hmm. out. You know, I'm going to, you know, even though I knew from the beginning, I was like, I don't know, you know, I don't know if we have mm -hmm. the same vision. I don't, my discernment was already triggering me, but I was like, you know what? I need to right. get my name out there. I've got to do it. And so mm -hmm. I stepped out. But let me tell you, anytime you try to help the Lord, you will find yourself over promising. You will be compromising your yeah. standards um yes, and you're always yes. going to be left you're always going to be left feeling underwhelmed and exhausted unfulfilled i was so tired 
I was sleeping two or three hours during the week because I was pushing myself past what the Lord had asked me to do. Wow. And, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I immediately knew I was like, okay, I'll step back in. Like I see, you know what I mean? Like there, there are moments, there are moments where it's like, even, even in the walk of faith where you're like, maybe I could, maybe I could help. Don't, 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 you know, <laughs> don't do it. Do it. <laughs> like, honestly, like a child for sticking your hand in a cookie jar. He told you you can't have any cookies after nine. Ah, 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 ah. Get your hand off the cookie jar. I know, Lord, it's hard, but I'm trying. <laughs> you know, it's, it's <laughs> difficult because, like, we literally, we are wrestling, you know, with ourselves. And, like, the word of God, of course, tells us, you know, in Ephesians, the sixth chapter and 10 verse, rest not against flesh and blood, but, you know, those principalities, those dark forces and things in high places. So, of course, paraphrasing. But, like, it's true, though. Like, the enemy can, like, come in in any situation. And, like, we got to understand that this thing is not of flesh, but we deal with the spirit behind the situation. Okay? Impulsivity, that it's a spirit behind that sad thing. Okay? You, you have a problem with, with patience. Okay, you have a problem, honestly, with obedience to with listening because you feel as though your way knows better than the Lord. So we got to start yeah. like discerning at times and start looking at the spirit behind the situation instead mm-hmm. of, you know, just looking at the flesh and just how we're acting. Don't get me wrong. All these things are combined. Like God has it, you know, hand in hand because when your spirit is not right, then your flesh is not right. You know, you feel fatigued. When that's not right, mm-hmm. your mental is not right. Mm-hmm. So God has it where all of it is, you know, intertwined. But mainly the root that really is going to free you up, cast down that delay that's over your life, is to look at the spirit behind it. And the only way you're able to do that is repentance, to turn back to the Lord. Let him build you up spiritually. Get into the word of God, praying. God even tells us in Matthews, um, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like it's the 17th chapter, maybe the 21st or 22nd verse. I don't want to like quote it wrong, but definitely when he tells the disciples, Lord, they're asking. Lord, Lord, you know, when we were trying to get this demon out, and I'm paraphrasing, but it wasn't it wasn't happening. Like basically, God, what did you do? And God instructed them mm-hmm. and let them know, like this who comes by out by fasting and praying. So tackling that spirit behind it, you may deal with the spirit of procrastination. Spirit of procrastination is nothing but a cover, like we call it procrastination, but that is nothing but the spirit of delay. That's on your life. That's causing you to constantly, you know, step in and you being a hindrance to yourself. So you need to mm-hmm. ask God, God, show me the spirit behind this situation so I can bring it to you and I can cast this situation like at your at your feet because I can't do anything about it. And whenever we do that, we'll see how God would begin to move. And because impulsivity is a real thing, especially when you are at your wits end, like you have nowhere else to turn. You're literally up against a wall at this point. And we all know emotionally, we as humans, we do not emotionally like being up against a wall. We like literally can be like a dog that's backed up in the corner. We're going to bite. But God is just saying that, you know, you're not backed up in the corner. No, he just has you sitting very nicely and waiting while he's going out and he's like getting the brunt of these things, you know, and, and laying the way straight so that you could be able to have a clear path to walk through. But anytime we step up and we try to put our hand in the situation, that is, does nothing but just cause debris in the road because you can't sit back and just let go and let God. Now, I do know one yeah. thing that point out to me on this journey is that I feel like we misuse the scripture when it says be still, because I know you probably heard this all the time. When it said, just be still, just wait on God. And 
I, I don't know if you agree or not, but let me know how you feel about it. I feel like when the scripture talks about being still and to wait on God, I don't think God is saying literally be still, like literally mm-hmm. like wait. I feel as though he's saying continue to still work what I have I have given you. Still like continue to go. If I have gave you this vision, work at it, but trust and know that I'm going to, if you need to, to go right, go right. If you need to go left, go left. Like, Wait for my instructions while you're working, while you're working the vision, while you're working the call, while you're working the purpose. Because some of us literally just be still and don't do anything and think that it's going to come to us. But faith without work is dead. So you have to put your feet to the situation. But God is saying for you to be still, meaning that keep your flesh still. You are supposed to put your flesh under subjection because if not, you know, even though your spirit of man, like how you're dealing with it this moment in your life, your spirit man is being still by, you know, way of trusting God. But the flesh now sometimes want to act up and put the hand in the cookie jar and do all these type of other things. So how do we get the flesh under uh, under subjection? We get the flesh under subjection by we going to God and just complete honesty and telling God our feelings, our emotions. He's our best friend. So when you feel like you having a heightened sense of self and you need to do something and you want to get in God's way, the best person that you could take it to is the Lord. God, I'm feeling mm-hmm. antsy. I want to move. I want to do something. And I need your strength. I need you to come and see about me. I need you to come help me because honestly, I know for a fact I'm going to do something that I shouldn't do. I'm going to move or go a direction I shouldn't go. But that's the point. We only come to God whenever we need something. We don't come to God in every step of our lives. He's your best friend. You're supposed to treat him like that. He's a keeper. He's a father. He's a friend. I mean, it tells us in the word of God, he is our friend. So we should treat him as such. And let him know how we're feeling and, and, you know, include him in on every aspect. So that's what I'm trying to learn. Uh, I don't know if you, like, agree with that or not. But, I mean, some people might disagree, but I just personally can feel like that's what it is. God's not saying literally be still. You are to still move. You are to still work the vision, work the prime, like, work the call, work the purpose. But he's saying be still as in you should trust him. Put your flesh under subjection. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. Like... I definitely feel like the Lord calls us not just to wait, but to wait well. Um, yes. You know, I, there's a difference between a, a slothful spirit and then there's and then there's the person that does overwork and overdoes. And there's there is that balance in between of like, OK, yes. I don't want to step outside of your will um, mm-hmm. by going ahead of you, but I don't want to just misuse the time and misuse miss steward the time that you've given me you know that's something that the lord has put on my heart for a while is like stewardship is not just about finances like stewardship is stewardship is about your time stewardship is about you know um how what it i mean it's every part of your life so i mean like you the lord put that on my heart like a year or so ago and you know Mm -hmm. just calculating you know the year at a time and like how many hours how many hours you spend on sleep and how many hours you spend on this you know and mm-hmm. steward in that and making sure that you're you're giving him um the best just as you do a tithe and an offering you know what i mean that you're right. you're allotting that time with him which is more than you would, more than some people would think <laughs> listen so true <laughs> but uh honestly too it's just um not letting error go to waste Yes. Taking that time to repent and find him again. But for me, um, 
to be able to use these moments to mentor those who are coming behind, um, that's what the Lord is showing me right now. Like, I feel like I'm writing the book on all the wrong ways to do this, but there's peace, (laughs) but there's peace in that because like, it's, it's because I know it's not just for me. So Mm -hmm. my big mess up that could cause me like shame and downfall. I repent and I give it to the Lord and he shows me how I can teach others through that. You know, he's like, okay, how do we use that? Like, how do we use this for my glory rather than to give the enemy credit, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. So, so true because we have to understand that with God telling us to step out on faith, with God telling us to move, with God telling us, okay, you know, Hey, write this book, start this company, you know, venture out, go here and do mission work, whatever the case may be, whatever God has called you to do at hand, you have to understand that the task is not about just you like yes awesome god is using you and that's wonderful but i don't know about you girl but whenever god gives me a task girl child listen i'll be like oh this is great like awesome it comes with titles and that's great but while like you know other people are rejoicing which i mean i'm learning also i balance with that too because you do at times you you have to be you know happy for yourself like i want you to like see the great things that you are doing, but not just resting it. But girl, I'll be too busy looking at the spiritual warfare and so many other things that's going to come with it. I'll be like, oh Lord, <laughs> like this is great, but it's so many other things that comes along with it, not just a, a fancy title. The task that God gives us and whatever that looks like, we can't just sit here and think that, oh, you know, oh, this is wonderful. It's wonderful, but you also got to sit back and, you know, hey this this comes with great responsibility because with great power comes great responsibility to whom much is given much is required so we have to also immediately go into prayer whenever you are blessed with those uh new promotions take it before the lord and you say god go before me make my way straight you know i ask for you to tear it down and to cast aside and to destroy every attack from the enemy every fiery dart that he sends my way Give me the spiritual, mental, emotional stamina to be able to endure this because I need you. Set the way. So that's definitely where I am in life also is knowing that there is greater at hand and also that it is about impacting someone else because it's not just about yourself. You do have to know that the whole this whole journey is about other people. I mean, look at Jesus' mm-hmm. walk. That's the reason why he... He needs us on this journey and he wants us to be with him because he needs to utilize us to be able to impact and touch someone else. How else is anyone going to be delivered and set free if you don't open up your mouth and you don't tell that testimony? How else is someone going to have chains broken from them if you don't you know, write that book or you don't write that song or you don't create that company? And I mean, with God doing it, not you doing it, but with God doing it. It's time for us as Christians and time for us as people, who godly men and women of God, to stand up and show the world what it looks like to do things with God in the forefront. Because this world is is so evil. It's so twisted. We see the last days before our very eyes. But it's time for godly women and godly men to rise up. Start acting out on faith the way God instructed faith to be. For us to really get mm-hmm. into a place with him. So we can start doing, you know, the things that God wants us to do. Full out and show the world what it is for his light to shine. 
for him to get all the glory and all the honor. Oh, you got that millions of dollars? Oh, you didn't have to do it by compromising or selling out. No, you did it by God because you trusted and you waited. Oh, you were able to walk into that that marriage promise and you don't have to work for any like for anything and you're your husband y'all go out of y'all do ministry together and you know he he loves you like god says for the man to love you as as god loved the church it's because you waited because you kept god in the forefront like you're you're this wonderful entrepreneur and now you're out having all type of conferences and showing other godly women how they can go out and they can make six figures and it's not because you had to sell out it's not because you had to compromise it's not because you had to sit here and get your name out there on your own but it's because you allow yourself to work the vision and then let god open those doors and make your name great i think oftentimes we get caught up is what is the lord going to do for me but one of the greatest mm -hmm. calls that the put on our life. Um, I think it's in Matthew as well, where he basically tells us, you know, like, this is for the good of the entire kingdom. Like yeah. your purpose is to serve and to love, you know, to serve and to love. And so mm -hmm. I actually, when within, I, to be honest, everything was so, such a blur within the same week, either before mm -hmm. or after um, the Lord had called me to leave the regular workforce um, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um we i'll be honest me and some friends got really hyped up when saw jesus revolution we were like ready to go we're like oh my gosh we're gonna go disciple people on the beach you know like that's where we're like we're gonna go evangelize so we head out um and the first woman i talked to that day um she was knitting um on the beach i was like okay this is cool. You're like, and we get to talking and she's like, yeah, like I really have been trying to do this. Like I really want this to be my main form of income, but I have to get such and such equipment in order for this mm -hmm. to work. And I just sat there and we talked and I prayed with her about that equipment coming and mm -hmm. we talked about purpose um, and legacy. And that was the beginning. And I mean, and there were just many moments throughout that day where like, the Lord was just showing me like, there are many things that you do, but this right here, this is your purpose. Like right. you being able to encourage others to pursue entrepreneurship. And then there were, you know, there were two really big moments for me where like, it was the conversation started with like, it was someone like taking a picture at the, <laughs> at the edge of the water. And I just walked up and was like, Hey, can I help you with that? You know, and there was one girl and she was like, do you do this? And I was like, uh, no, like not really. Um, but the Lord began to open my eyes in a couple of weeks about social media management and, um, mm -hmm. and how I wanted to be involved in that. And so like, there were many conversations that started with, Hey, can I take your picture that eventually led to, Hey, this is what the Lord wants to tell you in this moment. Um, and he just mm -hmm. showed me that on that day that like, everything that was spoken um, and that every person I interacted with that all those moments were showing me the real purpose that I had, that they were, right. they were, you know what I mean? Like whether mm -hmm. it was encouraging people in entrepreneurship or social media management, like those were ways that I could serve him. Um, mm -hmm. Because we can't just sit here and think that the natural, the natural craft that we have is, oh, this is it. Like I, I'm, I'm here to, you know, in your case, like, you know, own a balloon company and like make these awesome, beautiful, spectacular projects for events. But it's ultimately to draw souls. Like that's literally what God yeah. tells us. And that's what he instructs everybody to do. Like really go to the highways, byways. Okay. Compelling men to him. And 
God just allows us to have these awesome, amazing uh, skill sets. And even with our own personalities, like those awesome, um, amazing, idiosyncratic uh, quirks about ourselves uh, that really draw the people that are meant to be drawn to us, that are assigned to us, so they can be able to have that guard down to actually hear us. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. those who have an ear, let them hear, you know? And by way of doing that, you have to let a person feel comfortable because we already live in a world that is people are so guarded anyway and that you know skeptical anyway. So that's the reason why, like, it's so crazy how you said that was just like normal conversation. I mean, that's one of the things with the ministry God has given me. A lot of times I go into you know what God has done for me by way of just having normal conversation and getting to know people. And get into like know those things that you know may have happened to them. They honestly, they just open up and tell me. And sometimes I don't even really I don't ask about it. It's just more so <laughs> like a it's like a schmeal. Like oh yeah, this happened and that happened and this person did this and I went through this and I just sit there and I listen. And then we some type of way we um, divulge ourselves into how awesome like God is. Even if they don't believe in God, they they get right. a sense of who God is and also can be mm-hmm. in their lives. Even if they don't leave that day, oh, I'm saved, saved to God, Holy Ghost to feel like. That's the problem. We want to see the things come to fruition. But God tells us in his word that one plants, one waters, and God adds the increase. That that conversation with that person may just be that seed that is needed to be able to actually spark the, the interest and curiosity and their inquisitiveness to want to know, okay, who God is. All right. Okay. Right. I heard her like talk about all these great, amazing things that, you know, Jesus did for her. And, but, you know, I've had this issue with Jesus, but I don't know if Jesus could do that for her. Like, why can't, you know, he do that for me? You never know what that may spark. And so that's the reason why early on in the episode, you heard me say to stop preaching at people. Like we are mm-hmm. to stop preaching at them. Like we are to actually like, like preach to them, like let them know who God is. It doesn't have to be in a tone of condemnation because that's not from the Lord anyway. God does not condemn. Okay. He restores and he renews, he transforms. So anytime if you're coming up with a con- uh, condemning spirit to someone, you need to ask God to check you because you're not from the right spirit, like operating out the right spirit anyway. But we have to understand that you're going to go out, you're going to preach, you're going to tell about who God is. God will come in and step in, especially if you allow yourself to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will guide you and direct you on how to like start conversation with certain people or how to approach yeah. certain people because everyone isn't meant to be approached the same way. But that's you having mm-hmm. faith and confidence that God can lead you and direct you and that he is in control of this thing. It's all by faith is not what you see. So just because you don't see that person leave and want to be baptized and want to be Holy Ghost filled and, and all of these things, it doesn't mean that those things won't come. This is a process. You did your job. God didn't say, go out and compel me to me and sit there and wait for them and see that they got the Holy Ghost. Show me that scripture. Yeah, He didn't say that. Right. He said for you to go out and for you to tell them. And then God also says for those who don't want to receive, we are to do what? We are to keep the dust of our, off our feet and we are to keep continue moving on because your charge was for you to open up your mouth, for you to go out and evangelize and to tell about the goodness of him and tell about mm-hmm. what he's all about. Once you do that and you let that out, you've done your job. So now that person cannot say they don't know. Oh, they can't say they didn't hear about God. 
They yeah. can't say Jesus' name was not mentioned. So like you said, we have to stop wanting to put our hands in things and just let God do it. And the only way we're going to do that is just by having complete faith in him to know that he knows how this whole thing is supposed to go. He doesn't need our help. Like he need us to do this thing and want us like to do it with him, but he don't need our help. Like doing exactly what he's supposed to do know your lane yeah do what you're yeah. supposed to do and don't veer off in his lane trying to do what only he can do mm -hmm. so girl i i love the fact that you guys um went to the beach and evangelized that's that's something that a lot of people in today's time don't you know really want to we see now like the spirit of god has definitely been moving and we've been seeing like a lot more young people like evangelizing and going out and doing things uh, for christ but some people are scared to go out and evangelize you cannot walk in fear like ca being cautious and and um being fearful is two different things you know um and we got to understand that if God tells you to go up to a person when you're out and about, because at the times he'll tell me to do that. And I can tell because it's just like, a, it's that feeling that just won't shake. <laughs> and yes. so uh, it's like, uh, do it, do it, do it. And I'm just like, uh. So I go and I do it, even though I don't really 100% like to, because I don't like bothering people. But I still do it anyway. And then all of a sudden I find out, okay, God, wow, this is why you had me do this. Like, this mm -hmm. is why you told me to go up to that person. Know that if God is telling you to do it, have the faith. Don't worry about what it looks like. That person may look like they could go like ape on you. They could. But <laughs> it's not about for you. It's not about you worrying about what it looks like. It's about you having faith to know if God told me to go up to this person, I'm going to be obedient to do it because I know he's not going to let any hurt, harm, or danger come to mm -hmm. me when I'm doing something he just told me to do. That's not how God mm -hmm. operates. So we got to have faith in not just, like you said, not just the money aspect of our lives, not just, you know, the great things that's come that's coming along with those things and, uh, and us, us quote unquote, trusting him, you know, as long as we got our hand in it. But no, to trust him on those things that may seem like it's outlandish because God has had me go to some people. I'm just like, mm, is this like, is this you? Is it? Or is this like me? Just wanting to be good yeah. at this moment. <laughs> But no, you know it's him because nine times out of ten, it does not go hand in hand with what your flesh wants. So that's how mm -hmm. you know it's God urging you to move. And when he says moving, you should just be obedient and move. And even with this, I'll be honest, like uh, the the balloons and the events, like that mm -hmm. was not even a part of the conversation that me and the mm -hmm. Lord were having when this first began. I mean, like mm -hmm. that didn't even start till a little over a month ago. Um because I mean, it was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do social media management. I'm going to do this. And there's still some parts of that, that the Lord wants to show me. But right now in this moment, he was like, don't get me wrong. Those things are great. But until you've endured, until you've seen what it's like to build from the ground up, you're not ready to be at a place where you mm -hmm. can encourage us in those ways. Like, I want to, I want to show you what it looks like from the ground up first yeah and then you'll be able to you know what i mean and then you'll be able yeah. to mentor others you know yeah because like what how can you instruct someone on what they should do if you haven't been through anything yeah like if you're just starting yeah. out going like you're just going through a wilderness and you getting excited like i am hurting god it is dark in this cave is rats in here but it's fine because i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna tell somebody hey yeah come follow yeah. me be in the dark and in the rats too no no yeah. 
Like it, it, it's how can you tell someone something and you just started? Like how? Mm-hmm. That's like you just learning what one plus one was, but you don't know none of the rest of your uh, ad- additions and subtractions and multiplications. But you're over here trying to help this person understand <laughs> what one plus one is. Like the whole point is to like help them along on the process. How can you do that if you are you you still learning yourself? Mm-hmm. So it, it's like you said. I, I'm so glad that you are in a place to where you're allowing God to like working you and move in you and just let him like prune you that's one thing we don't like to do we have faith in god and everything else but we do not have faith in the lord when it comes down to pruning why because pruning does not feel good pruning doesn't Mm -hmm. feel good but it's for your good that's what i always tell everybody i've gotten to a point now to where uh like of course me you like I said we talk behind here and I, I definitely like share my testimony but of course with the masses like God has just not he's had me share some things in my testimony but like full out God hasn't directed me to like share full on the like whole testimony of things that I've like more so been going through but girl when I tell you like I understand you I get it because <laughs> this is like it's not like I just started in this thing like it was a point that literally majority of honestly from 2021 up in tap up until now baby listen <laughs> i got stories yeah. to tell. i mean you could definitely mean you could definitely talk about it like you know behind the scene but just know that if god takes you to a situation he can see you through a situation i promise yes. you on that. so i tell a person that if i'm telling you about something i'm not telling you about something because I'm trying to look good or I'm trying to sound good. No, I'm mm-hmm. telling the person about something because I done been through it. And I'm like, don't want you to go through what I've been through. So I'm trying to, yeah. you know, definitely help. And and not, I don't even want to say like God, but just like, and just advise, like, you know, listen to the Lord. Let God lead you. Let God guide you. Because when I tell you wilderness seasons, what it is. Like my goodness, Ooh. and it doesn't stop. Like it comes. It the what we gotta understand is you can't sit here and be like, mm-mm. Yep, Lord, that, that wilderness season is over with. No, it comes in ways. You wanna know why it's like that? It's like that because if you do not allow God to take you through it, it's like a wilderness season. You go from your wilderness season. And you go to a transition season. Okay, then the transition season, you're crossing over and then you reach your promise. Okay, you're high up on that promise for a minute, right? You're high up on that. Oh, guess what's going to happen? Another wave in season is going to come in life. And you want to know what you got to start at at that season? From ground zero, because now it's a whole different season that you're dealing with. So now that's another wilderness. That's another transition. That's another you crossing over. That's another promise. So God keeps it coming that way because not for you to just be oh treated horribly god why i gotta go through this but it's to keep your faith it's to keep you always trusting him because if you're always at the highest height always at the highest height you will find yourself looking down and i don't mean looking down in reflection you'll find yourself looking down and and thinking that you're high and mighty you become self-righteous you Mm -hmm. get to the point you get beside yourself so god has these things coming waves so that you can be able to okay i'm at the lowest low i'm at the highest height okay and now god now that i'm walking into this new thing now it's going to be you know a wilderness that may come with this new thing because it's helping me to see where i've been and have 
gratitude for where I've been and to be thankful for where I've been. And even those like past wilderness seasons, it has made me understand and be equipped for dealing with this wilderness season. So now, God, I know how to handle this wilderness season. Now I know to worship you in, in the storm. I know to sit here and be bold enough to have the faith to speak to the, the storm myself and say, be removed, because I know you're on the boat sleep because you got me. Not because yeah. you're leaving me alone, but because you have me. So we can't be scared and can't be upset and can't allow our faith to dwindle because we see the waves coming it comes that way but it's to keep you grounded if not if you're always at the highest moment you will find yourself looking down on other people thinking that you're better than someone else so have respect and honor and love and care and gratitude for the wilderness seasons for the transitions for those crossover moments for the the even when you get to that promised land be thankful throughout Cause I promise you, mm-hmm. like God has all of this done the way it's done for a reason, for your good. So, I thank you so yes. much for this conversation. It's been awesome, <laughs> girl. I'm gonna have to have you back on here, sis. Cause listen, we be talking about Jesus good. <laughs> oh, yeah, I well, I ain't even done yet. Let me tell you. Right, you not, even done. I'm, I'm telling not. you. Oh man, there's so much more. And and that's why I'm going to definitely have to bring you on for like another episode for sure. I'm so glad that you allowed yourself to be, you know, bold and confident and brave to come on here and just like tell the people, you know, your story, tell them where you're at and just to encourage them because, you know, we hear other people like talking about them walking, you know, by faith and not by sight. But it's so different when you have people close to you that is actually doing it because you know that person, you know, you know, like, you know, that person, you've seen that person, you know, this person's like personality, you know, how they are. So I definitely know that if you did decide to put that in and did decide to leave the workforce, I know, you know, the time that me, you and I have spent together and just seeing like the woman of God that you are is because you truly know to the heart of you that you believe you heard the Lord and God spoke to you and you're being obedient. And I commend you for that. Don't let anybody tell you differently. If they tell you different, call me and I rebuke them. (laughs) In Jesus' name. (laughs) But no, seriously, for real. Like, you know, just like give them to the Lord. Seriously, just like, you know what? I understand. I understand that you feel the way you feel. And and I know you may mean well, but I'm going to have to politely decline and say I don't accept that in Jesus name and I'm going to continue to listen to the Lord but I thank you I thank you so much thank you man Uh, I I do I I can't (laughs) I could just go on and oh even to add to that for just a second um I there uh was a uh a mentor in my life uh Mm -hmm. gosh like five years ago who Mm -hmm. handed me a notebook that said you belong in the mystery. And I got so upset with her. She didn't know. And she meant all good things. But I said, the mystery, I don't want to be in the mystery, Lord. What is that? (laughs) I said, absolutely not. Um, I mean, later, later, I began to understand and appreciate what the mystery meant for me. Mm -hmm. um, And kind of staying in that unknown um, Mm -hmm. and realizing that it, it just meant a life, a life of faith. But in that mm-hmm. moment, I said, uh-uh, I don't want to be in mystery. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so funny because when you said it, I was like, oh, my God, that is so beautiful. Like- and I was like, no. I was like, no, girl, don't. Why did you do that? 
But it's so funny how you find God like ministering to you along the way. It's so yes. funny how you like when you and then it takes you get to a certain point and then you think about it and you're just like, ah, oh, God, 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 you've literally been ministering to me like along yeah. the way on this yes. on this thing. I just was blind and couldn't see. Oh man, um, let me tell you, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right, girl. I feel that. I feel that. No, strongly. the mystery. No, now I know that the mystery is fun. It's a great yeah. time. It is okay. a great time, <laughs> even when it don't seem like it's great. <laughs> even when it don't seem great, like the people outside in was like, "How are you living? You know the way you living? Great. Like that's not fun." <laughs> I was just like, oh, buddy boy, let me tell you, like, whenever you do allow God to come in and to give you a piece that surpasses all understanding, you understand. Yeah. So yeah. I just know that we're going to have to definitely come back. I feel like I want to make this like a part two of us coming back so you can actually just expound um, just further because I really want to dive more into, you know, dealing with those naysayers and dealing with those who really mm -hmm. don't understand the vision. Um, mm -hmm. And then also, like, realizing that sometimes that's family. You know, and that's oh, friends, yes. and there's people that's oh. close quarters. So. Yes, we will yeah. for sure. Well, thank you so we much, hon, for joining me on this episode. Y'all, I thank y'all so much for tuning in. As you see, Miss Danielle Henderson joined us on this episode, and boy, was it a treat. I'm so glad she allowed God to use her, and I'm so glad that you guys decided to, you know, stay in it you know, with us and ride this thing out. You guys could have been anywhere else listening to anything else, doing anything else, but like I said, you guys chose to tune in, and I'm so glad you did. And as you can hear, we're going to be back for a part two y'all yes back for a part two and i want you guys to tune in and that as well because god is definitely doing something in this season and i don't want you to miss out on it i want you to get everything that god has for you so why not tune in and get the encouragement needed for you to be able to continue running the race and seeing what the end is going to be y'all i love y'all so much we thank miss Danielle henderson for joining us she will be back for a part two if you haven't had a chance to um follow fearfully and wonderfully made podcast you can um, definitely subscribe to the podcast but if you want to take it up a, a, a notch or a level whatever you want to call it go on over to Facebook and to like tune in on Facebook right because I do Life Talk Tuesdays on Tuesdays live right me and Miss Kayla Janae we do Life Talk Tuesdays and I want you to tune in like in that as well but you can find it at the FWM Ministry on Facebook and you'll see me surrounded around you know some awesome sunflowers yep that's me so I hope you guys tune in I hope you like i hope you follow okay i hope you tune in and i promise you guys we will be back with another episode but y'all we gotta go ahead and get on about this thing right so i love you guys remember you are awesome you are amazing you are wonderful but most important boo boo you are fearfully and wonderfully made okay y'all bye